0: With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Well, let me tell you, mylifeinabook.com is a very unique service. I did it for my mom and my grandmother, and it has been amazing. It basically turns your mom's life stories or your grandmother's or anybody that you think is special in your life into a book. So here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send a question via email to the special person, whoever you choose. You can ask custom questions too, but I just kind of let my life in a book choose what questions to ask. And then your special person, like your mom can type their response or they can record their voice. And my life in a book compiles it all and a beautiful keepsake for you. And guess what? They can even create audiobooks. I mean, this is such a unique gift that will last a lifetime for you, your mom, your children, your children's children. It is the best gift you can give. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use our code CLINK at checkout for 10% off. This is an unforgettable gift for you and your mom. Get it today, use our code CLINK, mylifeinabook.com.
1: Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink, clink, and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are. alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less sweetened with agave infused with functional ingredients. And they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess zero proof craft mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink,
0: clink. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Welcome. Welcome. Tenth time in a row.
1: That's right. You know, (laughs) it happens.
0: Happy Saturday. Oh, we are recording on a Saturday. We don't Mm -hmm. generally do that. And I have a new Starbucks drink that I'm drinking today. I have
1: a tequila pop.
0: Yours looks way better than mine.
1: I just found these at the store. It's made by uh, Cutwater and it has real tequila in it. I give it about a six.
0: Hmm. It's not that good. No,
1: it's not that good. Yeah. But it's not that bad either. I'm still I don't <laughs> <laughs> value myself that much, so I'm still gonna eat it.
0: Okay. Well, congratulations. Guess where I just was? Where? I was in the Dallas and I was doing my I had my son join Cub Scouts. And Oh,
1: because your kids totally need a something, another action. Well,
0: It's the one that doesn't really have the activity.
1: Oh, you do realize with Cub Scouts, that means there's like a family camp out.
0: Okay. Well, I do kind of think that I do know that. (laughs) (laughs) I actually thought about it for a second.
1: You need Uncle Fred to fly in. Yeah,
0: I actually do.
1: (gasps) He would live for that shit.
0: I know. Oh, my God. By the way, I thought about it, too. Yes, I did already think that we're gonna to have to go camping. That's gonna be are you sure it's a I think it's like a dad thing. So yeah, it's a
1: dad thing. That's e- I'm saying Uncle Fred will definitely fill in.
0: Yes, I think you might need to. Or
1: at least give you some tips.
0: Yeah, just the tip. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> and talking about Cub Scouts, whoops. We're <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> in big trouble. We're fired. I'm not telling any of them what I do for a living.
1: Yeah, I don't recommend.
0: Yeah. Okay. I won't. I won't. Anyway. So I think it's going to be a good thing. I'm very excited about it. I think that he's such a wool follower kid, you know, that it's going to be good for him. He's going to like, he's going to like it.
1: Yeah. It's survivor skills. It's awesome. Yeah. Someone in your family needs to know how to start a fire. Seriously. Yeah.
0: True. True. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's awesome. I gotta, I gotta tell you something. What? So I think I was talking to you on the phone the other day when I put my kids in the car in their karate uniforms and the battery in my car was dead. Yes,
0: I do remember this.
1: Because I had an IEP on the phone and I left my car on because I continued it from my car. I think my battery was on the way out anyways. And so it just it didn't take much. but I left my car on for a little time. So it was a bummer. We missed karate, but at least I was at my house, right? Right, right. So call the AAA. Battery guy comes out. Battery guy says, "Okay, listen, it's going to be three hundred and sixty-seven dollars." I say, "What are you? Not that bad, yeah?" Okay, sure, whatever, right? So he gets to going, and I, I've had a battery replaced. The before. And I don't remember it ever being such a process. Now I'm at home. So I'm like, okay, just knock on my door. If you need anything, I'm going to be inside doing homework. So he knocks on my door a lot. He liked to give me like five minute updates.
0: Oh God. You're like, just, and then just he it telling already. Me,
1: he's like, you know, it's really hard. Why? It's really hard to do this. I was like, okay. He's like, and I talked to my boss and my boss said, I should charge you more. Oh my God, you are
0: kidding me. You're like, no, it doesn't work like that. I'm not kidding you. I was like, well, I don't think you should. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Does he just want a tip or what? Like, it's like AAA.
1: It's okay, but he wants to charge me $150 more. So he rolls back up to my house like every 10 minutes and is like, you know, those screws to get the battery out, they're like really hard because it's like under my seat. Okay. And he's like, I just think I need to charge you more. I'm like, well, that's not really going to work for me because this is what you said you were going to charge me, you know? So
0: that's that's how it is. That's generally how it works.
1: Right. So, you know, about an hour and a half later, he completed the task and then he told me, you know, there's like some tire pressure light on and some other things and um, I didn't fix them for you. It's an easy fix and I'm just not going to do it. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who <is this> guy? <laughs> it's I'm like, shit. well, I'm like, oh, okay, uh, uh, agree. Great. Oh, by the way, he didn't even screw it. Like, I have to take my car back to the dealership because he also didn't screw the battery down. So it's like sloshing around when I drive. You've got to be fooling but me. But here's the thing. because This is where the true crime part comes in. He's at my house. Yeah. So I can't really piss him off because yeah. he knows where I live.
0: Yeah. I I okay? don't like that at all.
1: Also, clearly this guy sucked, but I did tip him. I had a $20 in my wallet. So I was like, please don't kill me. Here's $20. Goodbye. Get out of my life. Right. Okay. So then that very night, I hear something and my husband hears it too. And he says, oh my God, is someone in the backyard? Dude. I was like, oh fuck. I knew he was going to come back. I should have just paid $150 more. (laughs) This is how it ends, right? So my husband goes out in the backyard in his boxers. Uh I have my hand on nine, one, just ready.
0: This is scary, Gretchy. What was it? It was like a coyote or something. It was a raccoon. Yeah. (laughs) we had a raccoon. First one. Yeah. I mean,
1: I don't think they ventured down to the beach that much.
0: No, I don't think uh, so either. Wow. A real
1: cute picture. I was let of uh, this little bandit. is a big guy.
0: I just saw a raccoon in the middle of the freeway today.
1: Ugh.
0: Yeah. I don't raccoon. think they generally go on the freeway either. So maybe it had like a rabies or something. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I have a really good case for you today. Would you like I'm me to tell it to, to you? I'll hear it. All righty, Gretchy, this week I am going to tell you a story about. Oh no, this is not that story. Sorry. Long story. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, where is my story? All right, Gretchy, this week our story comes out of Reno, Nevada a little California, a little Vegas. But since we have not talked about Reno before, I don't think, have we?
1: I don't think so. I think I have family in Reno.
0: You do? I had no idea about that.
1: The ones we just went river rafting with.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, Reno, to my knowledge, I have not been there before, but it is a small gambling town in Nevada. It sits right on the border of California and Nevada. It's about 50 miles north of Lake Tahoe, where you also love to go.
1: Oh, I've met up with them in Lake Tahoe in the past as well.
0: Yep. has a population of almost 250,000. So that's a pretty decent sized city, I would say.
1: You know, I love the show Reno 911. I don't think that it's a fair depiction of Reno.
0: Oh, now I get it. This is why it's called the Hillbilly Vegas, right? Because of yeah. that show.
1: Or that show played off of that. I don't know. But I really love that
0: show. <laughs> yeah, that show was really funny. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's probably not really the Hillbilly Vegas, but more like a casual, fun, friendly, maybe a safer Vegas.
1: Supposedly, there's, like, a river that runs through it. It's, like, outdoorsy. It's close to, like, yeah. I mean, it supposedly does not suck that bad. Listen,
0: I sure, I know. We know. I am sure we could have a real good time there, Gretch. Oh, yeah, we could. Yeah. So there was this guy that did have a real good time there. His name was Larry McNabby. Oh, you
1: love Larry. Oh,
0: I know. I think actually it was McNabney. It's kind of a hard last name to say. Larry, he was an attorney, a personal injury attorney. You know, those oh, ones. Like Larry that... H. Parker. And, and his name was Larry. Same. And his name is Larry too. Jacobian Myers. Jacobian Myers. That's the first thing I think <laughs> of. What are you going to call? And this guy also was the same. He had those local commercials, the billboards, you know. Everybody in town knew who he was, and when you got in a car accident, who were you going to call? You were going to call Larry Parker, Larry Larry McNabney. (laughs) He was handsome. Oh shoot! Friendly, liked to party. Sounds like all the Larrys we talk about. (laughs) Totally, it does. (laughs) His friends often said he was the life of the party, and he had this marble man mustache. He would drive around with his cowboy hat on in his truck. I mean, like, people knew who he was, right? Yeah. He was known as, like, the marble man around town. And he was a great attorney for the most part. He wasn't the best husband, I would say, because he had already had... They don't usually make good
1: husbands, those Larrys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he already had four wives by Mm -hmm. 1995. So... I'm pretty sure he didn't make a great husband and he had a bit of a drinking problem. Yeah. Larry was one of those drinkers that went on benders for days and sometimes weeks at a time. So although it wasn't too often, his friends and family knew about this and knew at some points he just went off the grid for a bit. Larry always came back, picked himself up, got clean for a while. And I'm sure a lot of people that struggle with addiction can relate. Yeah, it's like a bender. Yeah, it's a bender. Well, those TV commercials really seemed to work well because Larry ended up opening a satellite office in Las Vegas, Nevada. I mean, his business was booming. Okay. Running two offices were hard, and so he needed to hire some people to run them to help with it. Lo and behold, this beauty walks right through his door. Her name was Elisa, This these last names, dude, Rettlesberger. Rettlesberger? Rettlesberger? Rettlesberger. Okay. She was dark-haired, 29-year-old, and quick as a whip. She was smart, and Larry could tell right away. She had an MBA, and she told him her IQ was 140. So she started braggy. running the Las Vegas office. I know, braggy, right? Like, would you be like, oh, and guess what? 140, 140 up here. Way. I yeah would be like uh what? Hand me a forty. My
1: IQ test is because <laughs> I've never taken one. Because maybe I, I had... don't want to know.
0: My... <laughs> my... <laughs> Sorry, I gotta move around here. My foot is falling asleep. And you guys, I sit on the floor if you can imagine. Oh my god! If you watch YouTube, you would know. So Larry was almost 20 years older than Elisa. But he became smitten with her like pretty quickly. And, of you know, course. they started a romantic relationship. Mostly, I would say you don't mix business and pleasure, they don't usually go hand in hand. But then I can't really say that because both you and I worked with our husbands. So true.
1: And it's working out swimming. Marital bliss, never been happier. <laughs> Marital <bliss>. <laughs> Right.
0: <laughs> So, um, yeah, Larry's killing it with his clients in Vegas, and some of them start to notice that their settlement numbers are not coming in like they should. Oh, kind of reminds
1: me, Tom Gerardi. Yeah, Don't totally. Be like so, Tom.
0: So the Nevada Bar Association looks further into what is going on and come to find out, Elisa is skimming off the top. 29-year-old office manager, 140 IQ, thinks that she's got, you know, needs another little bank account. So she embezzles more than $140,000 from Larry's practice. Okay. Okay.
1: That's chump change for Tom Girardi, but okay. Right. Still sucks.
0: I would say that that's probably a big red flag, like huge red flag. And that's what all of his family would say i mean sure she was pretty but that doesn't always buy you forgiveness for that but somehow elisa skipped out on going to jail i'm thinking that maybe larry like took the fall for it right um paid back the people i don't it doesn't say what i can't find why like she didn't get in trouble for it but larry didn't
1: really press it and it's and he paid the people, then...
0: Then it doesn't really matter, I guess. Yeah. He did stop practicing in Vegas. Picked himself up and moved. But guess who he moved with? Elisa. Lisa. Yes. Okay. He takes her in tow. And guess what? These two, they got hitched. Oh, shoot. This Elisa really did know how to put a spell on a man. And I mean... She must be cooking some real good dinner and dessert.
1: Yeah, and other stuff.
0: And extra dessert.
1: Extra dessert. Whipped
0: cream on top. That's right. So these two, they move themselves to Sacramento, California, where he begins a law firm there. And again, Larry starts killing it. Buys themselves
1: really some. Oh my God. Yes.
0: Buys themselves some of those commercials in Sacktown and the money starts pouring in. And since they're in a different state, Elisa can start working in, in the office. I mean, sometimes people don't learn. Well, these two, they're doing great. They even starting started to invest in the horse world, bought themselves some quarter horses. Oh, shoot. You know those horses we just talked about?
1: Yeah, I bet they ran in the same circle as the Rita.
0: I bet you they did. And they were making some money on them. They started showing them. They were winning. And this made Reno, now Sacramento Cowboy, real happy. Okay. They needed to hire at the office because business was booming. So they brought in a college student by the name of Sarah Dutra. Sarah was 21 years old going to UC Sacramento. She was young, cute, from a real religious family. She seemed like a perfect fit for a part-time legal secretary. And while Larry at the time was super busy being lawyer man, Elisa would start kind of hanging out with Sarah. Seemed like Elisa kind of was drawn to Sarah's youthfulness. Sarah brought this kind of I could see when you get into your 30s, maybe looking at a 21-year-old seems kind of fun. You miss that a little bit, you know? And Sarah really liked all the money and the fun that Elisa could bring. So these two quickly became inseparable outside of work.
1: I think being 30 was way more fun than 21.
0: I do, too, actually. We were so broke Um, at 21. We were so broke at 21. But Sarah wasn't (laughs) because Sarah found. Go do stuff. (laughs) Sarah found Elisa, who had all the money, from Larry. Yeah. Yeah. So Larry's working late. And these two were out partying, drinking, and shopping all on Larry's dime. At first, it felt fine for Larry. But then he quickly got tired of buying Sarah Gucci shoes to match his wife. Elisa didn't really give a shit what Larry thought and kept Sarah happy by buying her stuff and taking her on their horse weekends. It's actually rumored that these la- ladies started having more than just a BFF friendship. Like, ask. yeah, like maybe Larry found them in bed together. So, like I said on Patreon last week, they weren't a thruple. Remember when I was trying to tell you about this case? Oh yeah. Uh, but something was going on there.
1: Something was going on.
0: One weekend, Larry and Elisa had a horse show in LA, and while the two were there, guess who shows up? Who? Sarah.
1: Oh well, of course.
0: Larry's like, "What the f is she doing here?" But of course. He's like, oh, F it. Let's have a drink. So they all start partying until at one point, Larry and Sarah got into it. Now, I can see this happening because I kind of get into it with different people at different times during dinners, too. (laughs) Might have happened recently. Yeah, could happen. (laughs) With somebody that's pretty close to me. Yeah. Don't live in the same household. Uh, Sarah actually gets up, flies home, and... Larry was like, I am so over her. Lisa. you better fire that lady. She is out of here. We are moving on. You are not going to have that friendship anymore. Yeah. Elisa, on the other hand, convinces Sarah to get back to the show the next day. And this was September 10th, 2001. The world was just about to turn upside down, but... Elisa and Sarah had another plan to turn Larry's life upside down. These girls were real fond of Larry's money, but not his attitude. So they decided to give him a little horse tranquilizer to take care of him. Oh, shit. So on September 11th, while everyone was flipping out over the collapse of the Twin Towers and the terrorist attacks, Elisa and Sarah were trying to figure out how to get this 200-pound man out of a hotel unnoticed he was alive but in total state of paralyzation so they rented a wheelchair put him in a wheelchair made it act like he was just sick gets him to the car and i actually i don't think anybody actually saw him because they were all so like weekend at bernie's totally right Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. I just watched that not too long ago.
1: I don't like this. That's like, you got to think it through. What is the drug going to do? OK. Like so, the whole eye drops thing. It's like, yeah, OK.
0: By the way, they you put it.
1: You can do it. But the person, is you have to basically put them in a coma and torture them for days. It's not like it just
0: works. 100%. It's the same thing. And by the way, they put it in, they put this horse tranquilizer in an eye drop holder in a visine bottle.
1: God, I'm telling you, with the eye drops, you people,
0: you better So run. they thought that it was just going to kill him right away, right? They were like, how much, Stupid. you know, but it did not. So Larry was fighting with all he had. Like, he knew, dude. He knew it was like, these bitches are, like, trying to take me down. So they throw him in the back of the car, thinking that he's going to die on the way home from, like, Southern California all the way up to Sacramento which is a good six, seven-hour drive. Yeah. Yeah. They decide they're going to stop in Yosemite and bury him. But once they get to Yosemite, he's still alive.
1: First of all, another bad choice. I can think of so many better places on that drive. Oh, my God. I know. bury a body.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm where all those like, cows How about are. off the
1: 395? Listen, the thing about Yosemite Valley is there's one road in, one Mm -hmm. road out. Yeah. About a million tourists, Mm -hmm. wildlife cameras, a whole bunch of shit. It's not like there's just random roads you can just go down and be discreet on.
0: Well, when they get there, Larry's still breathing. And so they decide that it's not a good idea to bury him alive alive. I don't know if it would have put him out of his misery sooner, but these two, I guess, had a hint of morality. So they drive him home where they stick him in bed and feed him more tranquilizers until they all fall asleep. And behold, in the morning, Larry McNamney is no longer alive. This
1: episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks Astapro for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies.
0: Clink, clink. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language, so I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir, I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down, not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone, I learn it in the car, it is awesome, you can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient, they are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay that our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. These two had now a body on their hands and they decided it was best, you know, stick it in the wine fridge while they figured out what to do with him. I mean, Larry did like wine. No. So while Larry's chilling, the two women were having the time of their lives with all of his money. They were so busy spending that they decided they needed another office manager. So they hired this lady named Ginger. Ginger, also super cute girl. I actually almost think they thought Ginger was going to be their buddy. You know, she was young, hot, like them. But Ginger found it really odd that She never actually met her boss, and he was never around. Elisa told her he was away for a while. Um, His kids from his previous marriage started calling, and she would say, Larry's on a bender, but benders don't last for months. Yeah, Elisa had all types of excuses for where Larry was, from being sick to being in rehab, ...to joining some sort of spiritual cult.
1: She should have just said she didn't know where the fuck he was.
0: Yeah, she should have said that. Ginger was overhearing all these bizarre stories and was witness to Sarah and Elisa both signing checks with Larry's name on it while they were trying to run the office. But without Larry, these two were running the business into the ground. And Ginger started to become real skeptical. So she went to the police and she said, basically, like, I have a boss that I never met. He seems to be missing. His wife is forging his signatures on everything. And it's making me pretty uncomfortable. So... Oh, my
1: God. Go, Ginger. I feel kind of bad. I must disclose, Ginger. I thought... That maybe because you have kind of a stripper name that this, you're not going
0: to (laughs) contribute to the solution. She does. And she's a real cute. She could be. I actually like the name Ginger. I apologize.
1: I like it too. But come on. It's kind of like candy.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. I like Ginger Candy too. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So, you know what happens when a grown man goes missing? Mm -hmm. Not that much. No. Oh,
1: it's not Gabby Petito.
0: It's not. And so the police take note, but they're like not really 100% concerned. Yeah. Until Ginger calls back a couple months later and says, Well, Elisa has packed up her horse trailer and I think she's out of here. And when the police arrived, she's already gone. Elisa McNabney disappeared. But you know who resurfaced? Sarah? Larry. Oh, shoot. On February 5th, 2002, in the middle of Central California vineyard, a vineyard in Central California, some workers were tending to the vines when they saw a foot sticking out of the ground.
1: At a winery. Come on. I know, dude. And I was, I was just thinking like, that. well, good, good wine growing folks. Jeez, it's yeah, like your sister
0: and your sister's in Central California well, right well, by it would Sacramento. Really
1: piss her off. It,
0: could you imagine maybe it was on her and po- property? And
1: you got dead white. That's not oh, nice. No, no that it's is not, not nice at all. At least do it to something like broccoli or something that already tastes like shit.
0: <laughs> and smells like According it. According to
1: some people, I mean, I do like broccoli, but you know I
0: could I like broccoli. <laughs> so plant.
1: Bury
0: him in an eggplant, eggplant farm. <laughs> hate eggplant. <laughs> okay, eggplant. Well, Larry McNamney's autopsy showed that he had not decomposed like they would have expected from when he died. And he must have been refrigerated. So that's how they knew that she kept him in that wine fridge. By the way, which she gave to a friend after she buried his ass. I mean, what kind of crazy person is she? Not smart. So her IQ wasn't holding up.
1: Oh, this is Miss, I forgot about this, Miss 140. Yeah. I think she, she made that up.
0: She was not thinking ahead. No. So upon further investigation and autopsy, they did find that Larry had died of horse tranquilizer. Um, But, you know, Elisa was on the run. They had... The last time Elisa had been seen was in January when Ginger went to the police and was like, I think she's, you know, heading out of of town. So police, they do some digging. Her horse trailer was still there. Remember when uh, Ginger went to go and say, hey, she's filling up her horse trailer with all this stuff? Yeah. I think she kind of knew somehow. And so she ended up just taking off in her. Red Jaguar and leaving the horse trailer with all the stuff. And so they found, um, they soon found like some documents from Elisa. They actually looked up her maiden name and they see that it's actually an inmate that she sailed with years ago. That Elisa's name is not really Elisa. This... Oh. B stole the identity of her sailmate in prison.
1: Oh, snap.
0: Elisa was actually born Laren Renee Sims Jordan sure and had Lauren?
1: a. Who, what kind of name is Laren?
0: Laren, L-A-R-E-N, Laren.
1: That's Lauren.
0: I think it's Laren. Lauren? Lauren? I think it's Laren. Okay, sorry. Maybe Lauren, I. but I'm pretty sure. Okay, Laren. Okay. Regardless. Lauren, Lauren, Laren, Elisa, whatever you want to call her, she had a 130 page rap sheet with the criminal justice system. She was a total con. Yeah. The police then bring Sarah, Sarah Dutra in, you know, Elisa's or Lauren or Laren, whatever we want to call her, BFF in. And she's like, I have no idea where Elisa is. She tells her she tells the police that she went to the airport because Elisa said, meet me here and we're going to go somewhere, I think with the horses or something. She said she got to the airport and there was no Elisa, no airline ticket, and she never heard from her again. They asked her why she thinks Larry's dead and who could have killed him. And she says, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anybody that would want to kill him. She at one point kind of says, like, well, maybe Elisa. but. No, she was like, I have no idea, right? She's in this big pink puffy jacket. She comes to the, I got to po- put, I got to post a picture of her doing her talk. It's almost like I want to throw up. But anyways, it didn't take long until the authorities tracked Laren down. Guess where they found her? Where? Somewhere that I'm going pretty soon. Dustin, Florida.
1: Destin, Florida. Wow.
0: Yep. And once they closed in on her, guess what she did? She spilled the tea. They caught her because she had stolen some other dude's car and left her red Jaguar. And so the guy called the police.
1: <laughs> she didn't even run in time. Like, she wasn't stashing enough money. Now she's got to steal no. somebody else's Mm-mm. car. Okay. She did not. No, no, I no. feel like she kind of
0: wanted to get caught. For
1: somebody who, with 140, you know, practice makes perfect. It's not supposed to make you worse. No, I think she... Sloppy.
0: Like, she spilled all the tea when they brought her in. Like, she told it all. So I, I don't know. I'm like... Did she want to get caught? Was she over being a criminal? I don't know. Once she was brought into the station, she admitted to it all and brought Sarah Dutra right down with her. When asked about burying him, she said that she had tried twice, one time in the desert and the dirt was too hard. She was also asked how deep she dug the hole when she put him in the vineyard and She, in quotation, says, obviously not deep enough. Both Laren and Sarah were booked into prison or jail before their sentencing for killing Larry McNabney. Because basically, Laren told the whole truth.
1: Okay, this is what I think happened. I think those two were lovers, Mm -hmm. a couple together in the love. And I think that Sarah did not want to be booed up with Laren anymore. And so it's not that she wanted to quit being a criminal, but she's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to take you down. She's spiteful. She At that point, she didn't even, she was so brokenhearted. She was so hurt that she was like, I don't even care if it means I'm going to prison. I'm just going to make sure you do not get to find love again.
0: (gasps) Okay. That's what happened. Think you might be right because I am going to tell you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Lauren didn't last long in jail. She actually committed suicide.
1: Yeah, she was brokenhearted.
0: So she ended up hanging herself in her jail cell, and she left a note addressed to her attorney saying that she wanted them to sue the prison for allowing her to hang herself. And give all the proceeds to her two children, which she did have two kids. She had one kid that had a cerebral palsy. So I don't think that she ever really had any contact with him. But then she also had a daughter that she was in contact with. And then she also wrote in that letter that she wanted Sarah to go down, that it was all her fault. Yeah. So... Then it was Sarah to face all this heat in this death triangle. And, of course, she pleads innocent. And she says she was coerced into helping and she wanted nothing to do with it. But she thought she would end up like Larry if she didn't comply with Elisa's demands. Ginger would get up on the stand and tell a whole different story, especially when these two would walk in with their matching Gucci outfits and trying to cash client's money by the way they still were trying to cash people's injury checks she said that there was one for like over $100,000 that they tried to sign their name to to take their money of somebody's injury check
1: oh, that's so horrible. they're disgusting
0: yeah that's so horrible. people that do that are awful
1: we're talking to you Erica Jane
0: I know talking <laughs> to you. so it must happen more than we know by the way for sure who know Okay, so Sarah was eventually convicted of voluntary manslaughter and sentenced to 11 years in prison on March 19th, 2003. She got off pretty good. Dude, I think she got off so Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, she should
1: be thanking her star. So she's out. She's a free woman.
0: She is. So she was released from the Central California Women's Facility on August 26, 2011. She's been free for 10 years. She wow. only served eight and a half years. So wow. I sent you a picture of who I think yeah. she is last yeah. night. But I, you know, I tried to figure. I tried to find her on Facebook and I think I found her, but it's been so long. It's hard to tell because also the hair color is a little bit different. But if it is her, it looks like she's living a pretty decent life. Um, And if I was Larry's family, I'd be real pissed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So rest in peace, Larry, the one that was known as the Marlboro Man.
1: Rest in peace. I'm going to
0: play also one of his commercials so you could see it. Oh, okay. But he just, he caught a raw deal hooking up with that. Laren, she was a bad, evil woman. And and they were together for yes. years.
1: Like, Listen, I hate to be all like whatever, but she, he knew she was, there was red flags. the know. From when one. she stole the money the yeah. first time. Yes. It's very that when people show you who they are. Believe them, even if they have a magical. Dessert situation in their pants. (laughs) Magical dessert. You got to You got to let it go.
0: Oh, God. Right. Hopefully Larry's just going on a lot of fun benders in heaven.
1: Oh, yeah. He's at that. He's at that dive bar in the sky. (laughs) Yeah. Now. Yeah.
0: So that's the story of Larry McNabney. Weird. Weird. So weird. Anywho, let me tell you, I do want to thank everybody for giving us reviews on Apple. I am going to ask if you haven't, would you please just hit subscribe um, on whatever platform you listen to us? Um, it's pretty easy. You just... Look down right now and then hit subscribe. So you get this every Monday and that helps us. Also, if you haven't given us a star, you don't even have to write anything. Just, you know, tap the five star. If you like us, if you hate us, then there's plenty of other podcasts to listen uh, to. You don't (laughs) don't have to review (laughs) because people do like us. Right. Also, we are on Patreon And we are patreon.com housewives or forward slash housewives of true crime. But if you just put in Housewives of True Crime, you will find us there. And we talk shop and once a month we give you a extra juicy case. And then we also are on Instagram and Facebook. Find us there. Housewives of True Crime group is really kind of interesting. It's getting real interesting lately. And we will do a follow-up on the Gabby Petito. We've heard some news, but I think we're waiting for just something more. Um, and I feel like we're right around the corner from finding a little yeah, bit more gotta out. Yeah, they got to find him. Is it crazy that he's still missing? It really is, right?
1: Oh, I just cannot wait to find out that his parents helped
0: him in no, some no, way. We already know. We
1: already, we already know, know, but it's all, it's all going to come out. I mean, the latest with his sister, Yeah, she saw him. And had previously said that she didn't.
0: This whole family. I mean, I guess the apple doesn't fall far from the tree.
1: Or maybe that's, you know, maybe that's wrong.
0: No, I think she's she's talking out against him. Well, I would.
1: She's talking out against mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, there's so much in there. But yeah, so even, we'll get it together and then we'll follow up.
0: Yeah, we'll do a follow-up. And thank you all who have posted on their Instagram for us. I know Paige always does. Thanks, Lex, on the TikTok. Lex on the TikTok. So, So Alexis.
1: Love you so much.
0: You guys, if you do not follow her, Lex loves. I mean, you got to. She is so fun. Hey, And and
1: Lex, if you're listening, you know what I would love? If you could, so I quit wasting my money, is if you could compare all these icy alcoholic beverages. I've never seen you do that. But if you decide to, I value your opinion.
0: That might be her next thing. She might be totally wasted by the end of it. Just a suggestion. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, maybe she'll take us up on that offer. Anyways, guys, clink, clink. Thank you for listening. Clink, clink.